Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. They're stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Love Letters Written by Bob Ramsey Whatever field you are in, if it uses language, it is about to be transformed. That's the subhead of last week's New Yorker article by Torontonian Stephen Marsh. This is not just a big claim, it's a stupendous and even preposterous one. But the headline explains why it's happening, and ultra-fast. The computers are getting better at writing. They sure are. Just as facial recognition technology is far more accurate and artificial voices sound much more human than even a year ago, so too have computers advanced from merely editing our writing to actually creating it. By next year, machines could be able to write as well as humans, and not just one-syllable directions, but door-stopping novels. Think how easy finishing that 50-page report will be. Just feed it your opening couple of pages so it gets to know your style, add some notes and half-formed ideas, et voila! Or, if your screenplay has run out of scenes, your Supreme Court brief out of arguments, or your wedding toast out of fizz. In November of 2019, AI scientists at OpenAI in San Francisco created GPT-2, a neural network with 1.5 billion parameters that could generate text on its own. It could write. Some of it made sense, but longer pieces quickly became repetitive or nonsensical. Just one year later, OpenAI released GPT-3, It has 175 billion parameters and the ability to generate poetry as well as extended, logical, sequential, and even lyrical prose. This prompted the New York Times to claim it was not just amazing, spooky, and humbling, but also more than a little terrifying. The MIT Technology Review called it shockingly good and completely mindless. As Stephen Marsh, who's married to Toronto Life editor Sarah Fulford, noted, GPT-3 is perhaps the Model A of this technology. The above is a small taste of what can be done at 175 billion parameters. What happens at a trillion? At 10 trillion? The human brain has about 100 trillion parameters. What happens when the technology passes that number? We won't have long to wait. It's easy to forget that writing, unlike drawing or composing music or taking photos, has been virtually ignored by computer-aided improvers. Yes, there are tools to help us edit, like Scrivener and Dabble, but until now, nothing to actually help us write. This discrepancy was pointed out by Amit Gupta, one of the founders of PseudoWrite, the company that can help you write like Kafka. Other artists have had tools like this for a long time, he said. There are really sophisticated tools for visual artists, whether it's Photoshop or a 3D tool. People who are using 3D models aren't using clay. 
They're not using the tools of the past, but tools that automate a lot of the processes. But writing has been stuck in the past. We're not using paper and pen, but we're not much better off than that. Speaking of Kafka, that's who Stephen Marsh used to illustrate just how powerful and real GPT-3 is. Kafka's novel, The Metamorphosis, opens famously this way. One morning, when Gregor Samsa woke from his troubled dreams, he found himself transformed in his bed into a huge insect. His insect body gets stuck halfway through the door until... His father gave him a hefty shove from behind and sent him flying and heavily bleeding deep into his room. The door was slammed shut with the stick. Then finally, all was quiet. The second section of the metamorphosis continues the story this way. As soon as Gregor was alone, he began to feel ill. Turning around was an effort. Even breathing was an effort. A thin stream of blood trickled from his flank down his fuzzy belly. He wanted to crawl away from it, but there was no place to go. He lay still on the spot where he had come to rest, just in order to get his breath back and to stop the bleeding. I'm in a bad way, said Gregor. Except the second section of one of the world's most studied stories doesn't begin that way. As Marsh notes, an artificial intelligence application called PseudoWrite wrote the paragraph above. Now you may argue that the second paragraph isn't as good as the first, but it's pretty close, and in another year it will be hard, if not impossible, to tell the difference between the style of a Czech novelist writing in 1915 to what a computer writes in Toronto in 2022. In fact, the Globe and Mail reported on Tuesday that a Toronto startup, Cohere, is making it easier for humans to talk to computers. Enabling machines to understand language in a natural human way is the mirror image of enlisting machines to write like humans, and in doing so, to write for humans. All of this is coming to a computer screen and a human consciousness near you. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C.com.